Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. That's it. <laughs> the last thing I want you guys to do is I want you to stay active. I want you to stay involved. If you're the type of note-taking type of person, 
Get your pens and your pads ready because we're about to turn up. And I'm about to get real personal with y'all. So I hope that's okay with you. I hope y'all are the type of people where I can do that, where I can get real personal. We can keep it real. We can have a real conversation. Because one of the things that I love doing, I love it. I love to death having these conversations where I get to show up and be big energy and inspire you and encourage you and motivate you and do all the things. But what I want you to know that like, yo, it's not a game. And I always keep receipts. I keep receipts. And people are like, what does that mean in this context? It means there will be a lot of people who will sell you pipe dreams. There'll be a lot of people who will tell you things. And it, it gets down to, like, anybody can say something that sounds good and compelling if they just practice long enough. I want you to know that the things that I am giving you are real. So I'm about to share some real stuff with you from my real life from a few years ago. And I got dates. And I want to share this because I found it as I was going through my phone and it will land the plane. And I know that you will leave here encouraged, inspired, motivated. So listen, if this is cool with you and you you love real talking, we can really t get real. I'm watching the chat. I want to see you drop hearts. I want to see you drop a heart emoji. How many heart emojis? However many you want. If it's okay with you guys, if we keep it real today. There we go. Thank you, Marcus Ellis. Let's go, Ife. Let's go, coach. Okay. Okay, the people said we can keep it real. That's all I need to see. About three of y'all is in the building. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, yeah, they ready. Okay, you ready? All right, we can keep it real. Peep this. So, many of you know what I'm doing now. For those who do not know, my name is Marcus Black. I also go by the name of M. Black Speaks. And I have been doing this for a while. And so, long story short, I do a lot of things. I'm a slash type of person. I'm an urban missionary by trade. I'm also a CEO, business owner of Embrace Your Ambition. Yo, Dora Marie, look at Dora Marie. She be on it, fam. Listen, above my head, you can see I was about to tell you I'm CEO of a movement called Embrace Your Ambition, EYA for short. You see that above my head, Dora Maria already hit me with the link. That link specifically leads to worksheets from the Embrace Your Ambition uh, segment that we do every Monday, and we do this at... 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's coming later. So if you want the worksheet that goes with what's going to come to pick up what we're putting down, hit that. If you've already done it once, you already got it. It's going to come emailed right to you. If you've never done it, go ahead, drop your name and your email in, and you'll get emailed those worksheets every week. And you'll get a free worksheet, and it's a resource that you can take notes on that literally has real practical, tactical advice. But, yes, I'm a CEO of that movement and mission we do events, we do missions, global missions, all type of stuff where we get to continue to transform lives. So I do that. I am also a family man, been married. It'll be 10 years in September. Got two little boys, little Marcus II, Grayson. And I also am a life coach. I'm an author coach, like a coach authors to write books, best-selling books. Everyone I've ever worked with has become a bestseller. This is not a game or a drill. It's real life. Uh, my publisher pays me to contract me to do that for them to coach their high-profile clients through their books. I also am a, a life coach. I think I might have said that. I'm an author myself, <laughs> best-selling author myself. And all that means to you is, like, I found as many ways as possible to serve people. And the way, the reason I find as many ways as possible to serve people is because death and myself did the tango many years ago. 
And when I say death and myself did the tango, like we legit was dancing and I'm not supposed to be here. So I'm now living on borrowed time. So I promised the giver of life that I would spend the rest of my natural born life giving everything I had in service to people, to making people better. That's a promise I made when I was 18, 18 years of age. I made this promise to God. It took me many years to actually make good on that promise. I was trying though, I just didn't know how. And so here we are. And now I am 35 years of age. Like, what can this guy tell me? 35 years. I'm about to read some stuff to you. When I say get personal, I'm going to read to you all today a text message that I sent to my then wife when I was thinking of leaving my vocational job, stable job, paid job, career job, salary job that not only paid me a salary, provided insurance and paid the premium. I'm talking like benefits, crazy benefits. As I was working for a mega church, but I felt this inclination in my heart and my soul that this wasn't it. It was time for a change. There was something different I was supposed to do. And I share this because I'm always telling people about that dream that you have in your heart. I'm always telling people about that thing, that, that itch that you know you need to scratch that's inside of you, that's just eating at you, that's keeping you up at night, but you keep doing what you quote unquote gotta do because everybody doesn't get to do what they want to do. And I'm like, who says who? Who told you that? The question is, what are you willing to sacrifice in order to make your dream a reality? Because your dream can't be a reality. And so I always tell people that, and they're like, well, that's easy for you to say because you're living your dream. I wasn't always living my dream, man. I didn't just wake up and fall into this. It, it was some intentional actions I had to take. And I always tell people that I've done this and I'm always qualifying. But today I was like, I found this text message. And I was like, oh, we can make it real now. We can make it real, real. Because you can hear my innermost thoughts before I took the leap, before I took the step. And before I found myself doing what I'm doing today. So that's it. I'm about to tap in. And I'm going to read you guys this text message. And then I'll give you what I got for you today. That said. It, <laughs> so to set the scene, I'll tell you before. So I'll give you context of this text message. I've been mentored by several incredible people. Les Brown has been one. Love the guy. It's my spiritual father. The first mentor I ever had and coach in the motivational speaking lane in the personal development industry was a man by the name of Trent Shelton. If you don't know who Trent Shelton is, he literally, you can Google him. His name will pop right up. Former NFL guy, now turned personal development specialist. He's the self-worth king and guru. He's a heart-led leader. And he's somebody who spoke all over the world with the likes of all of the top guys, Ed Milet, Tony Robbins, John Maxwell. I mean, you can name all of the guys. And this guy has spoken with them all. Oh, man, my notifications are going off. You guys are hitting the link. Thank you so much for joining that, tapping in. You'll get those. So for those who are asking, I see DMs as well. Those worksheets will come emailed to you before my second segment on Breakfast with Champions today. So just throwing it out there. Thank you for hitting that. Thank you for joining. I promise we won't spam you. We're not those people. Uh, but yeah, so Trent, incredible human. This guy's like a whole wonderful man. And, and I, I scoped the scene for a while. When I decided that I wanted to become a coach, a speaker, an author, all of the things, I really looked around for a minute. And when I looked around, I was trying to determine and dictate which way I should go, 
how I should do this, how I should live, where I want to like press in, who I want to work with. Because I was thinking about becoming a John Maxwell certified speaker. Shout out to the Maxwell certified speakers in the building. Let's go. I was thinking about it. And then I, I was like, man, but Eric Thomas has a program too. John Maxwell might give me a little bit more reach off the top, but Eric Thomas stylistically is a little bit closer and more in alignment with the way that I communicate. Maybe I should go this route. So now I'm looking at the way that I communicate, the way I practice my gift. But ultimately, I wound up choosing Trent, who he's a fiery speaker as well. But the thing that drew me to him was the heart behind his actions. It was because our hearts were aligned. That's why I chose him. And so I literally started investing. Somebody invested in me, actually, first. I went to see him VIP at one of his experiences. We had one-on-one. It was an incredible conversation. And this man looked at me, and he said, I think you are going to change the world one day, <laughs> and I want to have a front-row seat. He said, I want you to follow me. I was already following him. <laughs> And he said, I want you to send me a DM. I want you to say these specific words. I want you to say it in all caps because I get all types of DMs, but I want yours to stand out. So I'm going to follow you back and I'm going to follow your journey because I want a front row seat to watch you change the world. He said that to me the day we met. I was thinking, boy, you say that to everybody. <laughs> it's what I was thinking, but I would come to learn that we had a very unique relationship, a very special relationship. And he just felt that I was anointed is what he would tell me. And I was like, man, you you said that because I'm paying you because eventually I would pay him to become my coach, but that's, I'm jumping the gun. We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm just so excited. Right? So I'm meeting him. I'm following his work. Yeah. At the time he had maybe 15 million followers across his socials. I'm like, dang, man, what are you doing? How the heck did you get there? And the crazy thing is like, he had all these followers, but they weren't bought. It was like organic. So I'm like, that's a whole nother animal in itself. I'm like, bro, how, how, how sway I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get to that level of impact. I'm trying to get to the point where I can literally reach people and touch people and influence people the right way and pour into people. That's what I want to do. And so I was looking at him and I was watching him for a while. And at the same time, my heart is stirring in my job. I'm watching what he's doing. I'm watching him travel. I'm watching him go to South Africa. I'm watching him go to London. He's going, he's in up in the UK, pulling up, doing pop-up events in the UK, selling out venues. I'm like, what? Traveling the world taking his family to see the world and blessing people, building people, uplifting people, encouraging people, inspiring people. I'm like, yeah, bro, I need to figure out how to do that. My wheels are turning. And now I'm starting to feel trapped in my job. Even though I had a good job, I had a job where I got to help people, had a job at the church, which was dope, but it was something missing. It wasn't it. And have you ever found yourself in a situation <laughs> where you are literally looking at something that you are doing, something good, something that's taking care of your family, something that's providing real provision, something that's giving you dollars and an ability to afford a certain livelihood and lifestyle, but you still felt something was off. It felt something was missing. You felt, man, two of y'all feel like that right now in this moment. Like I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm working at this place. I'm doing these things. But it's not it. There's something I need to go all in on. I need to go all in on my business. I need to go all in on my idea. I need to go all in on my side hustle. I need to go all in with this partnership opportunity I have in business. Like, you got it and you know it, but you're hesitant. And so you say, I know it because I was hesitant. And I'm like, man, can I really leave behind 
a good thing for the unknown? Can I leave behind the stable salary that I was being paid? The keys to the kingdom? They let me know, yo, like you can shape your own future. What do you want from us? The uh, young leader of your caliber, like, what do you want? We'll roll it out. They're rolling out the carpet for me. And I'm like, man, that feels amazing. I'm grateful that you see that in me. But there's something else, and I don't know what it is. But I would be remiss if I did not go and explore the more. And if you want to know what Embrace Your Ambition is about, it's about the people who desire to explore the more. <laughs> because a lot of times people will give you difficulty for thinking about more, wanting more, feeling like there could be more for your life. But I would tell you to those people, you say, listen, it's nothing wrong with you exploring more. It's about what the more is for. Why do you want it? What's the heart behind the more that you want? That's what I'm talking about. And when you understand what the more is for, then you never have to feel guilty for wanting more. And so this is where I was. And I sat in this seat and I'm like, man, I want to work with this guy. I want to work with him. And I'm, a, I'm just going to figure out how to get out of this position. I've had the conversation with my job. I let them know. And they're like, man, are you sure you got it made here? You got everything. We're trying to literally, literally give you the keys to the kingdom. And I was like, I understand that, but then I punched the table, guys. I did. I'm not going to lie. I, I get a little demonstrative sometimes. Now, you guys know, like, a lot of times when I'm speaking, I'll throw something. I'll punch something. I wouldn't be surprised if before this talk is over, you guys start hearing me punching stuff inside my car. It's okay. Don't be alarmed. I just get a little excited. But that it wasn't always that way. That was the first time I did that, and I was communicating to my superiors at the church when I punched the table, and I said, I know what I'm on the planet for now. And when you have that type of revelation, Mark Twain said the two most important days in a man's life are the day that you're born and the day that you find out why. So that is all of you, men, women, children, all of us. The most important days in your life are the day you're born. Welcome. Hello, world. And the day you find out why. And when I found that out, it was important enough and it, it hit me enough. It was powerful enough that I punched the table and said, yo, I'm here. We here, fam. It's not a game. And so there we were. And I decided to transition. And I reached out to Trent. I reached out to him. And now we hadn't have, like, I met him once. And I've been following him for years. I've been supporting. So he'll see my name. He'll see me pop up on the lives. He'll see, you know, me pop up in his comments. He'll see me. DMing positive words, but it ain't like we had a relationship. So this was a big gamble and a risk because he didn't know me. But I'm like, I don't care, man. I was on my Hamilton. <laughs> I was on my Hamilton mode, Alexander Hamilton, and I was not throwing away my shot. So when I had a shot and I had an opportunity, I said, all right, I'm about to just go for it. What do I have to lose? If I ask him and he says no, then, okay, I lose nothing. But if he says yes, one decision, one choice could change everything. So I sent him a DM. I did my research. I also sent the exact same DM to his personal assistant because I knew who his personal assistant was because he'll talk about her from time to time. So I sent it to both of them. And I even addressed her by name in the one I sent to her because I'm like, listen, I know what time it is. I sent it to both. And I just kind of watched. I sent it one day. Within a day's time, he saw it. I saw it when he saw it, because I ain't going to lie. I was checking frequently. I kept checking. And when I saw it switch from just in a message in his DM to, like, he had seen it, 
I got a little excited, but I also got scared. Like the, my this, my stomach dropped in the pit of my core. I was like, oh snap, he saw it. Now it's real. Now like, is rejection a possibility? Is he going to say yes? Is he going to say maybe? Is he going to say I really don't do that type of thing? And my request was simple. My request was, hey, I've been following you for a while. I really believe in who you are. I believe in what you're doing wholeheartedly. And I just want to learn how to do what you're doing the most, like the, to the best of my ability. I want to see it up close and personal. And I want to get to your next event. I know you host events. I went to your events. They're world life changing. I want to go to your next one. I'm going to pay for my ticket. I'm going to pay to get myself there. I'm literally not asking you for nothing. I'm going to show up. I will move boxes. I will move chairs. I will sweep floors. I just need to be in the building, in the room where it happens, so I can see how you do the thing that I'm trying to do, and we can make this connection. This is what I'm saying. I was like, also, just to show you that I'm not just talking and trying to take something from you, I believe in your mission. I want to sow a seed into it. I said, I'm going to give $1,000 to it on top of me buying a ticket and me coming just so I can be there, just so I can learn, so I can see it. This is what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, bet, let's go. And that's what I wanted to do. Now he saw it, and then immediately I got an email from his assistant. So he saw it. That means he hit her and said, hey, I want you to tell this guy whatever. Hit him, follow up with him, see what he's talking about. She follows up with me, and she says, hey, Said, dude, I'm just gonna let you know. Said, uh, we got your message. We appreciate you. Um, she said, Trent doesn't do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching. She said, I'm gonna be honest with you, um, because the things he says, he's real about. He practices what he preaches, so he's very protective of his inner personal space. So don't get your hopes up. Basically, she was like, you, you're more than welcome to go forth with this. Should you do it, it's gonna be a significant monthly investment like four-figure investment. I was like, dang, I don't got that type of money. But I saw it, and I said, she said, so if you say, if he says yes, which is rare, like unlikely, but if he does, um, then then it'll be this four-figure investment. So I said, okay, all right, bet. That's cool, fine, whatever. So I literally go, and I... <laughs> I say, you know what? What the heck? What do I got to lose? I hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day put it on the line. I put it out there. So I want to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'm game running by him. See what he says. She said, okay. And she got, I was expecting not to hear from her for like a week after that. And when I tell you, she hit me back within five minutes time and said, I ran it by him. I was like, Whoa, that was quick. And she said, he said, yeah, let's go. Let's get started. You start tomorrow. He's excited. And then I was thinking, Oh snap. I just literally secured personal one-on-one -on -one mentorship with the my number one person on my list. Do you have a list, by the way? Do you have a list of people in your industry you want to connect with? Like your dream list. I'm talking like nobody's off limits. You need to have that list if you don't. You need to literally start right today making the list of the people that you want to connect with, that you are inspired by, that's literally next level for you. You got to do it. So I had this list and he was at the top of it. And now I'm about to be mentored by him. But then 
the real reality sets in and I'm like, oh snap, how in the heck am I gonna get that money? <laughs> how am I gonna pay this dude? How am I gonna pay him four figures? Like I'm like, I don't know. Shoot. Okay, so now conversation has to happen. So now I'm about to read you a real life text. Like legit. This is straight up real talk right now that I literally sent to my wife right after I got that email saying I was in. So I sent this message to my wife, and this was in December of 2018. <laughs> I said, hey, I said, I know this is pricey. And I said, I also don't even believe I can afford a whole year. I said, but maybe I can offer to pay for a quarter, which would be X amount of dollars, a lot. <laughs> it was four figures. And... Uh, I said, that also is significantly cheaper than this other program I've been looking at, though, for the same amount of time. I said, do you think we could set it up and pay for one month together? And then I reach out to people who may even be willing to sponsor the other three months. I said, I've already had people who've offered to contribute to this. I said, what do you think? I said, I was thinking that we could do it as we could do this around Christmas. I told you it was December. And I said, I'm looking at it like your computer purchase of the last year. I'm literally guys reading a text message to you guys between me and my wife, like five years ago, like legit, like I'm just reading this to you. I'm looking at this like your computer purchase last year and investment. I said, this connection will lead to big speaking engagements. And I promise you, we will recoup the money back I was thinking maybe we could take half of the money from my next check and the other half, look at me planting seeds, <laughs> the other half as my Christmas present from your bonus if you are into it. And look at me, I'm planning how to use her bonus. Not really. I'm not that guy. But I was just kind of planting that seed. You have not because you asked not. I'm like, listen, can we can we figure this out? And I said, I promise you, oh, snap, I promise you. I felt that. My hair stood up on my arms as I'm rereading my own words. I promise you, I am not playing with this opportunity. I will make sure we get back this investment plus some. It's our time. I said, don't worry. We will be blessed. And that's the message I sent my wife to ask her about this opportunity. And I don't have her reply, but she obviously said yes, but we got kids. And if you guys got kids, you understand that kids <laughs> and we got family. And sometimes at Christmas, you get a little carried away, which we did get carried away. We went to see all the family and then you're getting everybody gifts. Next thing you know, that bonus that I thought we had that really helped me invest in that first month was gone. If you guys could help me find that, Mike, I appreciate it. But yeah, so... <laughs> that was gone. And I was like, dang, so how am I going for this first month come January when we started? And I didn't know, but I'm showing you that I literally had the conversation with my wife to say, I'm in on this. I'm going in for this. And I am care what nobody says. I'm not playing with this opportunity and I'm not throwing away my shot. And I promise you, if you deem this investment worthy, which she did, I'm going to recoup it. And I'm proud to tell you guys that that what I paid him, I've made tenfold in the same time in this time frame. 
And I'm like, legit. And I didn't make it the next day. It took a while. Like, I'm talking to you about 2018. It's 2022. Now, that's some people are like, bro, that's no time. I know it's no time, but it also is time. It didn't happen overnight. It's my point. So now I'm sitting here looking at reading you a text message that I sent my wife that I uh, had to make a choice to do something that has now led to me living my dream. That very same mentor is now my dear brother, a literal close friend. We talk on the phone. We pray together. We just, we got this relationship. We sat on the stage together last October in Dallas, Texas at Embrace Your Ambition Live. And it was a surreal moment for me to think where we started, to think about that text message, the risk that I was able to take, betting on myself that I could do this, that I can do it, that I can figure this out, that I can make it a reality. And now here we are. It makes me emotional to think about because it took a lot. It took a lot. And I'm about to unpack that for you right now. And so for those of you who are still here, I know that's the story part, but I always want to give you some tangible, practical, tactical takeaways that you can implement into your life. But before I do, listen, you guys are used to the incredible Larissa coming to you right now, but she had a family emergency. We are the type of family that prays. So we're praying for her and her family. Just pray for Miss Larissa Harrington. You got me for another 30 minutes is what that means before we pass the mic to my man, the one and only Dre, who will be coming like usual. But if you're... Just getting here, this is Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Table, a place where everybody gets a seat at the table. So if you like your seat at the table and even a chance to participate in this conversation, raise your hand. These people with these little green stars next to their name, that just means they work and that's all, nothing fancy. So they will get you up here and make sure that you get situated and you get an opportunity to participate in the conversation and we'll keep the party train rolling. Also, there's 70 of you who've shared the room so far. I would love to see that jump to 100 before I conclude my time here. Matter of fact, I would love to see it get to 80 right now. How fast can we make 70 shares go to 80? And even if you've already done it, that's cool. You can tap in again. But listen, I really want those people who have yet to share the room to take an action step because I'm about to break down what I did and how I got to where I got and how I got to how I'm living my dream. From the story I just told you, I'm extracting principles because I want you guys to realize that when people are here and they're telling you their stories of how they got to where they got, I learned this in leadership development culture. I literally got to study with some of the top leaders around the world. I got to participate. I live in Oklahoma City. If you don't know what that means, there's a guy here by the name of Craig Groeschel. He has a leadership podcast, one of the top leadership podcasts in the world. He also is a pastor of the biggest church in the world. This guy's a phenomenal leader. And I've gotten to study and learn with his teams. And, oh, it's amazing, right? But I say that to say, like, leaders are principle-driven. So you can, a leader can listen to a story and be like, man, that's a cool story. But it's not really about the story. It's about extracting the principles from the story that you can apply and implement into your own life so that you can make the biggest difference possible. That's what we're talking about. So now I'm going to help you with that. But in case you, there's ever someone here on Breakfast of Champions that's telling you a story and you're thinking, man, it's a story time. I like stories. Don't just pay attention to the story. Extract the principles so that you can literally make your life better because there's always principles being shared within these stories. That's it. We're getting right back to it. Thank you to those of you guys who shared the room. I said, how fast can we get? from 70 to 80 and we got the 85 in that little in 60 seconds so thank y'all so much miss annette 
Pastor Jeff, appreciate you, fam. Meredith, thank you, friend. Triple J, Dr. Jamicia, Amy, Ramon Ray, the man. Marcus Ellis, Melvin Rodriguez, my guy, Alexander Gonzalez. I cannot wait to hear from you, man. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for this. Listen, y'all. what y'all don't know is I went to bed at like 1.30. It's 4.30 now because I'm Central Standard Time. I'll get to that in a minute. But I'm still filled with life because I get to be with you. Now, peep game. Landing the plane from the story. I want to give you guys four practical, tactical tips and strategies that you that I extracted from that story to show you, number one, what it looks like to extract principles from a story, but also so you can look at your own life. I want you to literally, as I'm telling you these things, I want you to take stock. I want you to assess your life. I want you to assess where you are, right? We're ending quarter one. We're getting ready to go full speed ahead, quarter two, 2022 already. The year is flying by. So with that said, I want you to look at where you are. I want you to assess where you are. And I want you to apply these principles into your own life, in your mind, as we move forward in this segment. So number one, the number one principle from the story I just told you, a text message I literally read to you from my own life, real experience, real life. I kept the receipts. So you can know I'm not just talking. Number one is see the opportunity. See the opportunity. There's opportunities right now that are sitting in your faces that you are literally like, oh, no, it's not really an opportunity. Some of you are discounting yourself. You got champions here. Some of you, it's somebody here you want to connect with. You want to connect with Glenn Lundy. You want to connect with Justin. You want to connect with Renee Nord, this incredible human being. You want to connect with Marvin Reed. You want to connect with Ramon Ray, Scott Simons, Alexander. Like, you want to connect with these people, right? But you're thinking, like, man, those people are busy. Those people got lives. They have families. They got things that they're working on. Nah, they don't got time for me. They don't even respond to my DMs. Yeah, yet, listen, if you have this negative mindset and you have this type of view, you're never going to get what you want. But there are opportunities around. When you see one of these guys say, hey, I'm doing something. I'm doing a free live stream on Instagram. Pull up. Hey, I'm doing a free webinar. All you got to do is sign up and come. All you got to do is invest your time. Costs you nothing. I can tell you a lot of these leaders do things like this all the time. There are opportunities for you to connect. There are opportunities for you to engage. Opportunities for you to see what they got going on. Pick up what they're putting down. And you don't even see it as the opportunity it is. You don't see it. You're too busy thinking with a negative mindset. It's not going to happen. It's not possible. What if I had that mindset? This guy's not going to work with me. His own secretary told me he's probably not going to work with you. She told me. And she told me not to be a jerk. She wasn't at all. She was just saying, like, hey, man, don't get your hopes up. Like, because this isn't a thing he really does. This thing you're asking isn't really a thing he does. It's not like he has a program set. I didn't care. I asked anyway. Because I saw an opportunity to do something special. That very move I made, not only 10x what I was able to make back on my investment, and I got those receipts too. Like, it's not a game. But at the same time, it also put me in a position to where I literally just built such a heart connection with my brother. Like, we've been through some real life. The last year of his life has been crazy. 
one of the worst ever. And I've been able to be by his side as a rock and a pillar and a support. And we've been able to have this mutual relationship where we go back and forth with each other now. And all of that came from me seeing an opportunity to collaborate with a heart-centered leader whose values and morals aligned with mine. That's what I'm saying. This is real, guys. I'm not just giving you no fluff. Like, this is real life. See the opportunity. What opportunity is on your table, on your literally just served up on a platter, and you're looking past it because you're looking for something else. I told you I was going to be a John Maxwell certified speaker. I was going to be an Eric Thomas certified speaker before I wound up working with Trent Shelton. And and I'm telling you this because if I had been so laser focused on those opportunities, I wouldn't have seen this one. What opportunity are you missing? Because you're looking right past it. Oh, my goodness. Let's make it real. <clears throat> Who's in your DMs right now that wants to connect that you're looking past the opportunity? Because maybe they don't have the follower account that you would like for them to have. That don't mean nothing. I know a whole bunch of millionaires in my city that I get to be a part of these, like, initiatives with that don't got no followers. I know the CEO of Hobby Lobby. Friends. We're a part of this initiative in my city, in Oklahoma City. He has, like, less than 4,000 followers on Instagram or something crazy. One of the biggest corporations in the world. Like, so please do not get caught up in that. It's about the connection to real people. See the opportunity. I saw the opportunity, and I and it got real. And we started to make some significant changes, and I've been a, been able to make waves ever since because I saw it. Number two, we don't keep this party train rolling because I want to give you guys a chance to have something to say, some feedback. So if you have thoughts about anything that stood out to you on your notes, you'll have an opportunity to share. If you have not yet, raise your hand. Get up here if you want to participate in the conversation. In a little bit, I'm going to need you guys to help me look for mic flashes. But in the meantime, we're going to land the plane keep it rolling. Number two, after you've seen the opportunity, number two, believe you are worth the investment. Oh, that's a big one. Believe you're worth the investment. And I say that because it is an investment. When you start looking for opportunities to find a coach, you need a coach. Every coach has a coach. I don't care who they are. If their coach doesn't have a coach, there's something wrong with that. Every mentor has a mentor. Every leader has someone pouring into their life. They have to because leaders are lifelong learners. Things, the world is moving too fast and we all need that sharpening iron, sharpening iron so that we can grow and continue to develop to become all we're meant to become. So with that said, you're likely going to have to invest. You got, I mean, not likely, you got to invest, whether it be your time, your talent, or your treasure. Like it's likely going to be all three if you really want to level up. For me, it was all three. I had to invest my time. I started working for the organization Youth for Christ. At the same time, I started being coached by Trent. It wasn't like I could just sit down and do all the 10 things he told me to do without a wife, without kids, without responsibilities, without a job, a demanding job, because I work with at-risk inner-city youth who don't fit into a parameters of 8 to 5. They could be calling me right now to come pull them off the side of the road, like legit. So... This is what it looks like. But even in all of that, I had to still invest the time. And it was an investment. I invest my talent. When I say I invested in my talent, I can communicate. I can speak. 
well, <laughs> look at me. I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just like, I just know how to put words together. I, I used to be a poet. I used to like to write poetry when I was in school. I always did incredible on English tests, standardized tests. I literally almost made a perfect score on my standardized test at high school. Like, it's like, what? Who is this guy? Where'd you come from? You like failing classes. It's just an anomaly. It doesn't make sense. And that's just because of my home life was so chaotic. It was so wild. It was so all over the place. It was so much abuse. I didn't have structure or stability. So I put, it made it difficult for me to perform in a school environment. But when it came time for tests, I always aced them. So they were like, okay, this guy has intellect. So this is where we are, right? That said, I want you guys to understand that it still took me learning that the voice that I have is a talent. The way to communicate is a talent, and I've invested in that. What does that mean? Investing in my talent means paying literal dollars and for coaches to come and speak life into me, to pour into me, to help me sharpen my gift. One of those coaches that I've paid was Les Brown, one of the greatest communicators of all time as well, to sharpen me. And he has a thing, if you guys don't know anything about this, where you legit will pay him if you're part of his program and they know, I bet you it's some of them in this room, they can vouch for it in the chat. If he hears you use a filler word while you are communicating to him, you will cash app him $10 every time you give a um or a ah. Yeah, it's like that. It's that real. People are like, well, why would you do that? That's kind of like harsh. I've had people say that. I'm like, is it though? If it sharpens you, if he's saying, if I'm going to put my name and my stamp of approval on you, I want the product to look like and be like that which I have done. So I'm like, okay, you're right. Okay, let's go. I'm game. Let's get it. But I say that to say it took investing in the talent for me to realize the talent was there and it was something worth investing in. Are you investing in yours? Are you investing in your time? Are you investing in your talent? And are you investing your treasure? This is your dollars. Because I want you to know, to get where you want to go, to get to the level up, to get to that place which you desire, is likely going to cost you something. All three of those, most likely, your time, your talent, and your treasure, are you willing to incur the cost? Are you willing to pay the price of success? Are you willing? This is a question. Are you willing? to pay the price to become successful. Hey, that's yes. a, listen, listen, that's what yes. I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. This is not a yes. game. Hey, listen, man, that honestly, that just made my heart so glad to hear you couple people say yes, because it is. And I was as well. But the thing is, though, some of you are sitting on the fence and you're like, well, I don't have it. What do you mean? Incur the cost, pay the price. I don't have it. And I didn't think I had it either. I definitely didn't have what it cost to work with my coach for a month, for any month. <laughs> I did it for four months. We actually worked together for a long time. He just stopped charging me. Look at that. Look at the type of blessings that come when you invest in yourself. But I wasn't sure how that was going to happen. But I took the step anyway, and I put it out there because I believed I was worth the investment. Do you believe you're worth the investment? as the bottom line, because what I see is a bunch of people who are keeping businesses afloat, who are keeping businesses alive, who are keeping all of these things going, places going, Macy's, Dillard's, malls, your wherever you shop, online, Target, you're keeping all these places alive because you believe they are worth the investment. 
yet you leave nothing for yourself. No budget for personal development. No budget for personal growth. No budget for you pouring into yourself. No budget for you to go to live events. Like I got to be in Vegas. I'm thinking about Alexander. I got to be there and just like spend some time at a at the AIM Las Vegas Mastermind. Like I get to literally co-host Embrace Your Ambition. Like that is a way you pour in into yourself. You have no budget for investing in yourself. Really? No budget for courses, online courses. Sometimes those things are dirt cheap, man. What the people who are teaching you pay thousands and thousands of dollars for. For my development, I pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And the people who get coached by me pay a fraction of what I had to pay to get the knowledge and extract what I have to give and offer to help them. So I'm saying, do you believe it? Bottom line, do you believe you're worth it? And if not, why not? Because somebody told you you weren't? Because what if you spend money and it doesn't work out? Because what if you invest in yourself and you fail? All of these things are fear-based. And ain't nobody got time for those fear tactics that are literally have become self-imposed prisons that are holding you back from your greatness and your next level. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's time out. This is your time. Believe you're worth the investment. Number three, listen, take the risk. Take the risk. My dad and I laugh all this time. He laughs at me so much because he's like, bro, he's like, do you realize the crazy stuff you're doing in the world? I was like, oh, yes, I'm living it, sir. It is crazy. It feels crazy to me that this, that my dreams are literally a reality now. And he's like, I just look back on some of the choices you made and I think you are crazy. And I laugh. I'm like, I'm glad you can tell me you think I'm crazy. He's like, I just think of all the times your heart could have been stepped on. He said, you put yourself out there a lot. And I think of all the times that could have backfired. I think of all the times people could have said no. I think of all the times you could have been rejected. And he thinks about this. I'm like, that's interesting because I don't think about it. Listen, I know that that's a part of it. You're not going to always get a yes. I get a lot of rejections. <laughs> like, we all get rejection. Rejection is a part of life, but it's still worth taking the risk. My One of my other mentors, rest in peace, Mr. Nipsey Hussle, said, if you want a slice, you got to roll the dice, my friend. You don't get into the action. Listen, you got to play to win the game. So that said, that means you got to take a risk. It involves risk. Risk is a part of the success journey. And people don't like risk. And listen, I ain't telling you to do what I did because I, I took big risk. I mean, I left my full-time paid job, my vocation job, my gravy train job, my job that literally was giving me the keys to the kingdom, my job that paid full insurance benefits to start working for a nonprofit, which was so unstable, no insurance, no benefits, pay cut, all the things, right? But I did that to free up my time so that I can invest in myself and go all in. But that was a risk I was willing to take. When I asked Trent to be my coach, he could have said no. That was a risk I was willing to take. When I started doing all of these things, man, that I'm doing now, like it could have not worked out for me, but it was worth the risk. And I can honestly say there's never been a risk I've taken that I regret. Even those ones that don't pan out in my favor. I'm like, dang, lesson learned. We keep it moving. It's all about the mindset in which you move, right? This is what I'm giving you. And so after you do these three things, you see the opportunity, you believe that you are worth the investment in the opportunity you see, you take the risk, and then number four, and you stay the course. Stay the course. I will not sit here and tell you that after I left my full-time gravy train job that everything was easy up till now. 
yes, I get to live the dream, the dream now. Was it always easy? Absolutely not. I would be a fool and a liar if I told you it was. It was not easy this whole time. It was tough keeping it real. There were times when my wife was like, all right, bro, that's enough. Time's up. Got to go get a job because COVID happened. Stuff started going crazy. Prices started going up. Not too dissimilar to where we are now. And we started finding ourselves in a bind financially a few times. And I just said, do you trust me? I need you to believe in me. Just like that text message I sent, I'm not playing. She knew I wasn't playing. She saw the work. She saw the dedication. I was working like 18-hour days, and I'm not that hustle, hustle. You got to grind. Don't sleep. I'm not that guy. I'm not telling you that. Please sleep. You need sleep. <laughs> but I'm also telling you that, like, <laughs> it will cost you something. Your success journey will cost you. And that time, it did cost me some sleep. I ain't saying that forever, but for that season, it cost me some sleep. It cost me some extra hours. Clubhouse in the beginning cost me some extra hours. But that was an, an investment I was willing to make. And it was hard. Listen, being up, I got up today at 3.30 a.m. after I went to bed at 1.30 a.m. Listen, are you feeling me? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Do you hear me? This is not a game. It's not always easy, but it's worth it. And people, there are people in this room who haven't been on stage yet, who haven't got to lead a show yet, and you got a show in you. You got a voice that's worth sharing. You got something that you need to share. And I know you got it in you, but you're thinking I ain't got that shot yet. Listen, are you willing to do this? Crazy. Two hours of sleep to get up to pour your heart and soul out to a community of people because you believe in them that much. This was built. You can't buy that. It was built over the course and to be entrusted to be able to lead a segment over time put in. So are you willing to put in the time? And are you willing to stay the course when you feel like nobody sees you? Are you willing to stay the course when you feel like it's hard? Listen, I told y'all last night, took wifey on a date. We went to see New Edition. And my favorite part of the show was how they literally closed the show. This is one of their most popular songs of all time. Even if you don't know who New Edition is, you might have heard of this song. And the song is called Can You Stand the Rain? And I heard that song, and it literally is what inspired me to give this talk and to share this message I shared earlier today. And the words are simple. It said, I'm going to give you the chorus anyway. It says, sunny days, right? Sunny days. Everybody loves them. But the real question is, can you stand the rain? storms will come this we know we know the storms are coming so the question is can you stand the rain and what i'm telling three of y'all today on this phone is that the dream you have you got to see the opportunity and believe it invest in it take risk with it but when it gets hard stay the course don't quit Keep going, keep pushing, keep growing, keep going. When that storm cloud is over your head, know that that's just a season and it won't last. And you can stand the rain. I'm telling you, you can, because I believe you can. Because you can. <laughs> and you keep pushing and you keep growing. And you can build the life that you love living and you too can live your dreams, my friend. So I got just a few minutes left before I pass the mic to the incredible Dre, my guy. But before I do that, Listen, a couple people, if you want to share, if you got any feedback, anything stood out to you from today, well, I got a couple of minutes left, so I'd love to hear from a few of you. If you have anything briefly to share, you can just flash your mic or pop in if I don't see that, if you don't see anyone else flashing.
Hey, Marcus, I just wanted to say what a good segment. This is Ramon, man. I want others to share who don't have segments, but, man, about the hard work that you have to put in that people often don't see to get where you are and where I am, I think that's beautiful because I hear that oftentimes, you know, oh, okay, you just got on the stage. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't. So kudos to you, brother. Love your Monday morning segment, and you make Monday better. Thank ooh, you. Ooh, snap. Yo, I love it, and I love you, brother, and I appreciate that. And, and he's exactly right, guys. It is. It is a lot of work that goes behind the scenes. Like, that's work. And, like, man, shout out to Dora Maria, by the way. Like, there's a lot of work that's happening behind the scenes that you guys never know to be able to pull up and for, to have your lives bettered by people who are pouring their hearts into you. So it is a lot. It's a lot of grind. But it's worth it. It's worth it work because it's purpose work. Let's go. So a couple more. Hey, man, Marcus, it's Mary Lynn. Go for it, Mary Lynn. Say, sunny days. No, Come I'm just on, kidding. I, I know the <laughs> I've been there. I saw them live. Anyway, I'm not going to sing, but I, anyway, just thanks for sharing that because, you know, a lot of people think it just happens overnight and, you know, there's no struggle and like, look how magical, you know, like abracadabra, bibbidi bobbidi boo, Marcus is the speaker. And, you know, there's things I've struggled to pay with for coaching or, you know, um, days where I'm just like, man, do I have it in me to keep pushing? And when you share things like that, I think it encourages everybody. So thank you for that this morning. Man, the pleasure is mine, my friend. Thank you for sharing that. And the reason I shared is because I know, I know there's 10 people in the room today that do have a coaching program and maybe you're not maximizing it. Maybe you're not getting all you can or your worth out of it because you get what you give and you're not putting your all into it. And so I wanted to let you know that, like, listen, struggle is a part of it. But if you're willing to incur the cost, if you're willing to embrace the struggle, if you're willing to keep pushing, like we said, I want to show you the real picture, the up, the down, the high, the low, all of it. So you know that, like, nothing's wrong with you. You're on the right path track, my friend. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, Patricia, I saw you flashing your mic. Oh, sure. I'll be quick. And you know what? Just I just love your segment. Thank you. God bless. And you don't know what you don't know. That's why risk versus reward. You do know what is in you. You're the only one, but you don't know what you don't know. So take a risk. No risk, no reward. That's what I got for you. Have an awesome day. Woo, snap. Yo, thank you, my friend. I love that. I love it, man. I love that juice and that energy, by the way. I appreciate your voice, Patricia. Uh, is there anyone else? Yeah, good yeah. morning, Marcus. Like, 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 baby, baby, it's me. It's me. What's going on? What up, family? Hey, I just, hey, what up, family? I just uh, uh really uh got into the story you was telling today, and I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? You painted a perfect picture. You know what I'm saying? And it shows you got to invest in yourself. And I'm gonna say this too: we got five minutes, and he needs five more shares. Don't play up in here. Let's do it, baby. Heavyweight champion of the world, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, thank you so much, Triple J. I did say I want to be to 100 by the time my segment is done. Before we pass it to Dre, we got five minutes. Look at that. We're at 96. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I have a question. Good morning, Go for it. I, I heard the question, and then I'll go to the lady as well. Yeah, okay. So this is Winifred Irigi. My question is, did you feel um, comfortable to leave your job because your wife had a job? How did your wife's stable employment play in your decision making because when we're making decisions um and um we're kind of weighing everything it's very important that we kind of paint the whole picture and put the right variables in the picture so so what role did your wife's stable um job play in your decision making 
and don't ask my question. Thank you. Yes, Winifred. Thank you. Woo, that's a leadership question right there, girl. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you for asking. So my wife did have a stable job when I made the choice to leave mine. But can I tell you something crazy? She left hers 30 days after I left mine. So we both left our jobs. That might sound insane, but she was miserable. It was killing her, a corporate job. But we were able to do that because we had been doing this Dave Ramsey stuff. And we had, at the time, I think we might have had eight months worth of living expenses saved up. So we had almost a year. So we're like, okay, we got about a year time frame to try to figure this out and make something shake. So, yes, um, there was a little bit of security when we made that choice. We weren't just leaving jobs and then like nothing, no income, no money, no savings, like that. That's not where we were. We left knowing that we had a little bit of time, but also a little bit of pressure cooker because we knew that like that was going to run out and it would run out quickly. So great question. Thank you so much for asking. And you're exactly right. Like when you guys are making that type of decision, you're talking about leaving a job. I would never just advise you just just up and go. You really do have to count the cost. And I knew that me leaving my job, I knew that there would be some cost. I knew our lifestyle would have to change. I knew we wouldn't be able to do all the things we could do before. And I knew struggle would come and be a part of it. And it did. It did hit. And it got hard. But I was willing to incur that cost. I was willing to sacrifice all of the going out because it would get me closer to where I wanted to go. And I've gotten here now. Great question, my friend. And there was one more before I get ready to pass it to Dre. Hi, Marcus. Good morning. It's Dr. Odemetsva, Professor. Thank you so much for sharing your story this morning. I came in halfway through, but it's so encouraging because this past month has been amazingly crazy. You know, um, for the past five years as a single mom, I started out that journey knowing, not knowing it was going to be as hard as it was, but trusting God that I was on the right path to create a better life for my kids and I. And, you know, we started out with nothing, really trying to grow up. But I tell you, this month I closed on my house, the house that I promised them. And we moved in this weekend and the hard work. And I woke up this morning saying, God, I am grateful that I stayed the cause. My, my mentor and my pastor came over to the house yesterday to pray and he said, you know what? We are so proud of you. We've been talking about you and telling everyone how proud we are of you, that you are showing an example to mothers who are single and having children and doing all the things that you're doing, but you're doing it in a way that gives them an example that it really, really pays off, not only to trust God, but to walk your butt off to get what you want. So thank you, Marcus, for really, really sharing your story, because today's a special day for my kids and I. We start a new life, but we are grateful that all of the hardness paid off. Thank you, Dr. O. Yield my mic. Thank you, Dr. O. And all of the time, that hard work will always pay off. Thank you for being you. Thank you for sharing that celebration with us. We celebrate you. Listen, guys, drop some hearts in the chat for Dr. O as we celebrate her today. And I'm wrapping up my segment. Listen, guys, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, if you like the life and the energy, just click the link. You got a minute to click this link, literally. And I'm about to pass this mic to an incredible human being, but check it out. See an opportunity to come see us live, to come learn from us live, to come be blessed live. Invest in yourself. Take this step because Marcus you are worth Black, it. You Hello? did that just because you can. Because you can. Straight like that. That's my time. It's been an incredible day. 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.